Welcome to the Amazing Women at Yapo podcast. This podcast is an offshoot of our Amazing Women in E-Commerce project, which we created to recognize and honor incredible women in the space. With the podcast, we wanted to do the same thing, but for women at Yapo. We've chosen a diverse range of women, different levels of experience, roles, backgrounds. Some of them I've worked alongside for years. Some of them I'm meeting for the first time on this podcast. But as you'll see, all of them are amazing. So hi, everyone. My name is Moran Khubian, but everyone calls me Mo because it's hard to pronounce in English. And I'm working out of the Tel Aviv office for Yotpo. And my title is Director of Global Partner Marketing. Hi, I'm Noah Erli. I work in the Tel Aviv office at Yotpo. And I'm the Director of Product for the Loyalty and Referral product line. This is Amazing Women at Yotpo. This is Amazing Women at Yotpo. This is Amazing Women at Yotpo. 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 Nice! Yes! Oh, wow! That's for the promo. I can't jump right in, I have to say. I'm really excited to do this. <laughs> really excited to do this with you. And I'm, and so it's, I don't know, it's already going great as far as I'm concerned. Um, and I think it's cool that we're doing it because basically like Mo, I mean, we have like sort of different relationships. Mo, I know you really well. We work closely together. I've known you for years. Noah, I know you. And I think, you know, we have like a close mutual friend. We don't really work together that much. Um, and so I think it's like interesting. I'm kind of excited to see how that plays out. Uh, with our stuff. When did you start working at Yapo and what role were you hired in? I started working at Yapo uh, five and a half years ago, uh, July 2016. Uh, and the role was product manager. So actually, Noah and I started at the same yeah, I started like two days before. Yeah. And we were like the newbies together. And we have like memories of like uh, the first week at the office. So I also started five and a half years ago um, in the Tel Aviv office. I, and at the time I was a partner development <laughs> manager. And actually, the funny thing is that my aunt told me like after a, a week after I started Yotpo that, hey, there's a new girl at your office called Moran. And I know her mother and you should be friends with her because she's great. You and she like, never oh. told me that story <laughs> up until like Aww. last week. I didn't know. But yeah, we met on the hallway um, I don't know if it's time to like tell that story, but yeah. Okay. So um, we were very new for me. It was like very intimidating. I was, I started right for the hackathon week. And actually I have very strong memories of Talia who was like leading a, a team and it was like the, the most fun team, I think. And I was like all over the place. I didn't know anyone. And then I met uh, Noah and we were waiting in line to get into Yotpo Eats, which used to be like the fun, uh, I think it was monthly Talia, right? Like every month they would gather everyone. We didn't have Cebus or Tenbis or like any food vouchers at the time. So they would gather everyone. They bring in a chef. We had a real kitchen at the office and just basically he would cook for everyone based on a theme. Um, and I was waiting in line and Noah was there like before me and we started chatting just like about how overwhelming <laughs> this whole like <laughs> thing is. Um, and that, that, that's when we, we met each other and it's, it's really great that we're both still here. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. I, I agree. 
And, it, and it's funny that you reminded me of the hackathon week because I, I couldn't remember it. Until it was now. so wild. Yeah. It was like amazing. Yeah. I was, I, I, it was crazy to start that week. I was in and I felt one like, oh my God, what am I doing here? These yeah. people are so awesome and cool. And also like very, very um, exciting to, uh, you know, to be part of that group and growing with it. Um, yeah, I think I stayed at the office until like 3 a.m. And I was like, wow, how cool is this? I didn't have kids <laughs> back then. It was because of the pizza, the late night yeah. pizza. And eventually <laughs> I went home. People stayed to sleep in the office, but yeah. Yeah, so Noah, I, I'm kind of, I think Mulan kind of told us, but what were your like first impressions of Yapo when you started and the people and sort of anyone that you remember that stuck out? Yeah, so I was extremely happy to work for Yopo. Like, I really loved it from the first minute I, I, I stepped through the door. My boss back then, Itai, which you know well, Talia, uh, he's probably the most dominant uh, character that I remember from that time. He was such an amazing person. He's like so funny and has all these quirks. Um, and it was just so much fun coming to the office back then. We had like this small team um, I think the only people left are me and Yoav who is also a character on his own uh, and uh, like we had so much fun just talking and, and sitting in the same room and like I remember like Moana I felt like wow I'm so happy to be to be here it was like wow that's my impression what um I guess you guys started at the same time so I'm curious like how many people was the company when you started do you remember you have an idea so I was actually the 100 person hired, oh. I think in Tel Aviv, I'm not sure, uh, but they had like a whole, I didn't know that, but at the time when I signed a contract, they had a huge celebration with a cake with like the number 100 on it because I was the 100 person who signed. So I was going to say, I'm I'm just going to answer some questions myself. <laughs> <laughs> I've also... Um, I've been at Yapo for a long time. I've been at Yapo for eight years. Oh my God. When I started. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's crazy. Eight in December. I mean, it's December now. So yeah, eight in December. And when I started, um, we were like 20 something people. And I was the name of my team. It wasn't marketing. Now I'm on marketing. It wasn't marketing. It was non R&D. <laughs> so we were like 20 people, 25 people. And it was like, of those people, you know, 15 were developers, support. And then there was like four of us that was marketing, product, uh, partnerships, biz dev. Um, and just, we were literally just called non-R&D. And so it was like everything that's not like developing the actual product or doing customer support was our team. Um, Talia, what was, so, yeah, I think there was a name, yeah. like the chunks. What was the chunks? Oh, right. Oh, that was chunks. a WhatsApp group. Yeah, there was a hat. Oh, I have yeah. a hat with the chunks on it. Okay, so the chunks, the story of the chunks WhatsApp group, it's so, it's honestly so stupid. Um, we, okay, when with a team was still really small, like four or five people, something like that. I think we like went out for, <laughs> we went out for drinks. And I think I just like was drunk and I was just talking about for some reason, when I was a kid, um, when I was like in high school, my dad used to make me lunch every day and <laughs> he would just cut up fruits and vegetables and like salami and cheese and put it all in a box together. And it was called chunks. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and 
I think it was one of those things where I just kept talking about it. You know what I mean? Like you're, you know, when someone's like a little tipsy and they keep like saying like, I was like, oh, my dad used to make me chunks. And then from then it like became like a team joke. Chunks was a team joke. And then it became the name of the team, the name of the WhatsApp group. And yeah, we used to have stuff that said chunks on it, which is so it's gro- honestly, it's a bit gross. It's kind of a gross <laughs> name. But I think now I understand why, because it was actually because we were not just a product team or a marketing team or a partner's team. It was like all of these teams mushed together yeah. that wouldn't necessarily like make sense or have like a name for them. The others. Um, and so we like made up this weird name. Um, In product, we also had a group called Bureka, which also had a story because of Doug, who is another great person from where when I first started at Yotpo. So Doug was an American and he insisted that the singular a way to say burekas is bureka. And they kept arguing with him, like Itai and Billy and all the guys from the product team, uh, and saying like, no, burekas is both singular and plural. And until today, that group is still called bureka. Nobody's there. Like they, they have no idea why. <laughs> like we have like 30 people, I think, in product today. They're all in the bureka group. I'm probably the only one who actually knows <laughs> the story. And we have a burekas in the picture. Jonathan and I talked about things that we would need to explain to the listening audience. So I think this is a something we might need to explain if we have an American audience. Burekas <laughs> um, is a, <laughs> a Middle Eastern pastry. Really? Uh, it's like it's puff pastry filled with different fillings, cheese or potato, spinach and cheese, like maybe like spanakopita kind of is like a like a Greek version of it. Really, really delicious. You can eat them all over um, Tel Aviv. And yes, the singular of burekas is burekas. So I would like one burekas. <laughs> I'm getting hungry, guys. Okay, we talked a little bit about what the company was like when you started, sort of the vibes there, the people that stuck out. Um, I'm curious, what is it like today? Or how can you compare it to what it's like today? Um, one of the things we talked about was like, we all actually used to be on this one team that was partners, product marketing. Now those teams are different, very connected, but like sort of different teams. Um, So yeah, what do you guys think comparing then and now? Yeah, I think back then you knew everyone. So it was like one big family type of feel. Even we had a New York office back at the time. So you would know people like Emeka and and other like sellers and people who are like not witty on the day-to-day. We also were all on one floor um, at the office. It took time until like we spread into like the second floor and the third and the basement and like rented more offices. But I think the main thing for me is that um, when I walk into office today, I literally don't know anyone, Um, which is, I think it's also the COVID effect, obviously, because we weren't at the office for two years now. But um, yeah, I think that it, we still have like this family vibe of when we have an event, everyone's like really uh, warm and caring for each other. But um, the size, the size is the, the main thing that stands out for me. Also, there is like there was a very, very dominant startup vibe, I think, back then, which was both good and bad. Right. It was great because like it, it was so much fun working in that environment with like the hackathon week and people like working late and staying and like all these things that don't happen probably in big companies and and everybody knowing each other and like trying to really get everything done together. 
Um, but it was also a bit of a chaos, I guess, in a way, in, in terms of like working in product mainly, right? Like how we actually had things done. It wasn't like very organized like it is today, for example. Uh, so I think today it's much more like the company has a lot more like uh, many more processes and, and things that actually like work differently. And it's it's less the startup vibe that we had back then. You kind of reminded me of a story from me, a, a story about Mulan and I Ooh. when we were baby, baby uh, marketers. Um, so I'm in the London office. I'm American. I worked in the Tel Aviv office and now I work in our London office. And before I moved to London, before we had an office, I did like a few trips out to come and meet partners and sort of get the vibes and stuff like that. And I remember the partnerships team was always on top of me. Oh, if you're in London, you need to meet this person. I want you to meet this person. You need to meet this person. And I remember Mulan at the time. And I don't know if we like even really knew each other that well or something, but Mulan was like partner development or biz dev, right? And you said, Talia, I have a meeting. Um, I set up a meeting for you with like a partner. And I won't say the name of the club, but like basically a, a Premier League soccer club, like a huge one. Big, huge Premier League soccer club. One that I heard of, even though I don't know anything about football. Sorry, Ugh, they'll kill me. A football club. Um, and I said, okay, I'll take it. You know, why not? Like, <laughs> let's, let's, let's do it. Something that would never happen today. You know what I mean? Yeah. Nobody would let me meet with a, with a prospect. And, um, and so, yeah, Mulan like set up this meeting. I went, I met with the, I met with the agency. I met with the, you know, e-commerce manager from the club. I did a demo of our product. I mean, I can't <laughs> imagine doing a demo today. I would not like, I cannot imagine. Mm -hmm. I did like a sales role, let's say. And I was shocked to know that they were interested. And at that point, I just said, okay, I'd, I'd like to take it. Like, I want to try to do this. Uh, and I think I asked my manager, I asked Omel, and I asked the VP sales at the time, Tom, are you okay with me doing this? I'm, I already met the client and I would like to take it forward. And they said, that's fine. And I think at the time, I also thought like, oh, it's going to be like expanding my skill set. I'll learn more about sales and stuff like that. Now I'm thinking, what was I thinking? I wanted to take a sales process. Like what in the and world big is one. so far from what I do? And a big one. Like a big one. Today, it's like there's teams for like small businesses, medium businesses, enterprises, whales. So like this one, I, I think would fall in between enterprise and whale. So no one would ever. <laughs> <laughs> they would never give it to me. They would never, sales would be jumping on it. Like it would never happen today, but that's what happened then. And I literally remember I was like, it was one of those things where it was happening and you like didn't know what's happening. And I remember what's communicating with you like, oh my God, like blah, blah, blah. We have a demo. We have another call. And at one point I was like, okay, I guess like we have to like try to close the deal. What, what I didn't know what it was. I know salespeople close deals. <laughs> so I called um, like my friend, like someone who was, I think he was in, on the sales team at the, at the time. Now he's, um, he actually left the company, came back. Now he's one of our product GMs, Jordan Gutman. And I said, Jordan, teach me, you know, how to close. <laughs> and, <laughs> We sat down for 20 minutes and he gave me, you know, these tips and, you know, these certain like things like you say the price and you're silent, right? You don't say the price and then start explaining the price. You say the price 
and you let it sit for five seconds and let the client be the first one to speak after you say the price. Uh, and when you're ending the call, you say like, and what, um, what would it take, you know, something, what would it take for me to get you to sign today? Something's like, gee, I can't, I can't believe I said it. Um, and we like had this call. And by the way, I think at the time I was like, oh, wow, like everyone's like letting me do it. It's so relaxed. It's so chill, blah, blah. The end of the story is that we got it. They oh, signed and they became a client. It. And it was, yeah, one of our first big clients in London. And to this day, the team teases me because I say, you guys, you know, once I close a deal, like this old woman, once a hundred years ago, I closed a deal. <laughs> um, and they still tease me and they still joke that, um, yeah, they just love to tease me that about it. Remember you send them cupcakes with the Yacht, Yacht Po and their logo on it. And I think that's what really made them because they were debating between us and a much bigger company. And Talis that's like, true. just sent them like a box of cupcakes with our logo on it. And they loved it. Um, it, was a, it was a great project, Talia. I thank you for reminding that. Yeah, when we were young girls. Just, I mean, ages ago. It must have been six years ago. Okay, moving into the present day. Uh, what's the best thing about being sort of a veteran employee at Yapo? Uh, also, what's the worst thing about it? Um, so I can start from the worst things because it's easier. <laughs> uh, I think the worst thing is that sometimes I feel old <laughs> uh, being like this veteran employee of so many years and so much time. The best thing, there are a lot of good things about it. Uh, I think the fact that I kind of know a lot, right, about things that happened and, and I know a lot of people. And I think that also the fact that I actually remember very well the way it was in the beginning and I have like the vibe and the energy of, like I said earlier, the startup mode. It's like, I think this is super valuable for me. It's like, I, I, I know where I am and I don't think it's like a big, corporate company. I still see Otpo as like the startup that it it was. For me, it's the same. And I think that also like our founders, Tome Onomui, they really like preserve this energy and this vibe. So, so being able to say that like I know them from back then and like I know what they brought in and they, they still are, but I guess new people are not as exposed to it as like we were. And so I think that's the, the best thing. Should I go? <laughs> I think the best thing, there are a couple of good, great things. One is, it's going to be fun, sound funny, but I feel like I'm resilient to everything, to every change, to every... <laughs> so there's like, you know, throughout the years, so much has happened from... I don't know if I'm... Can I speak freely? So opening a team in the, the second, like the other side of the world and then closing it and, you know, bringing in people and then letting them go and just like so much change at, at the first, like the first days or like years, you're, you know, you react to it. And today I feel like I'm so resilient. If Noah will become the CEO tomorrow, which could be amazing, by the way, I, I won't be surprised, you know, like uh, it will, uh, I'm, I'm going to be, uh, adapt change, I think. And, uh, and all of that very easily. 
Um, the other thing is, I think for the three of us, it, also you, Talia, we we're seeing our little mini startup, our teams or like domains grow. So I think it's a great, great, great feeling to be able to see it, you know, um, growing in the past five years. And uh, um, yeah, I was going to say, responding to like kind of what what you guys have said about benefits of being a veteran employee. And also, honestly, you both touched on probably what it's like to be a new employee. Benefits of being a veteran, completely agree. You've seen it all. Nothing shocks you anymore. You know, that's the nature, I think, of, and when you say we kept the startup vibe, the nature of the startup is like things are changing. We're going to make a decision, see it doesn't work, and change the decision. That's something I love about working here. Because I think some places will make a decision, see it's not working, and then be too embarrassed to pull back, Yeah, you know? So I think it's I think it's cool that we do that, um, but for the new people, they're Shocking. shocked. Yeah, shocked. And I also think I see new people like Noah, based on, like on what you said about it being startup, and that you remember that DNA, and we really have kept that DNA. But the thing is, I think for me, like Yapo was kind of my first real job. So this is like how I learned to work. Now we're here for a while and we're getting people that have experience or bringing a lot of experience from all of these other jobs and they come into the Yapo. And I think sometimes they bring this um, more maybe corporate experience or like different experience and they have trouble adapting to like just own something. If you think something's wrong, if you think there's something you want to fix, you want to change, you can do it. Don't wait for your manager to tell you don't wait for someone to, I don't know, acknowledge the need. Like you can do it. Like that's one of the things I think that we've kept that is really amazing. And when people catch on to it, it's like, it's so freeing. It's so nice. But I also see it's very intimidating. If you come into the environment, you're not used to that. You're used to something corporate where, you know, a manager needs to tell your manager needs to tell your manager to work yeah. on a project. Um, you're almost like a bit scared. You're shy to to do stuff. And here, one of the things that's great about Yapo is it's like very much like do do stuff. Like, do, is, like yeah. you have an idea, and, like try try it out. Why not? And it's very, very not corporate-y. Like, so we're not a startup vibe anymore, but we're also not there in like being a corporate with like very strict, you know, yes, we have organizational like processes, but um, outside of that, there's so much pivot and like people can bring in ideas and be very innovative. So yeah, I think we're in, in like the in-between phase. And um, so I can see how people coming from corporates will be like a bit intimidated and scared about like how it's so free. Yeah, I totally agree. And and I think on, on what you said, Talia, I, I find myself telling people today that like Yotpo believes in like, that failing is okay, right? That you can try and fail. It's better than not trying because people are really afraid to do that. And I just remember hearing it all the time, the beginning, right? Like even Tomo just told me like, yeah, you can go ahead, just try it, whatever you want. And it's an amazing feeling that it's okay to fail. So so you can actually do whatever you want. It's not like you, you need to be scared. Um, and I think that's an amazing attribute of like the Yotpo DNA. Can you guys share like a professional high that you've had something that you did you're really proud of or that went really well 
So, uh, like I said, I'm in product, uh, and it's our job to basically create products all the time, uh, which I love, by the way. So I actually did a lot of things in Yonpo over the five, past five years. I think the most, the thing I'm most proud of is kind of being able to take over the loyalty product. We acquired the product three years ago. Um, and I was like the, the PM from Yotpo to kind of manage it at the beginning. And it was so challenging to take that product and kind of bring it into Yotpo and being able to just understand what's even going on there and start to build things and start to improve it. And it took a very long time. I think it was like every single day I went to Itai, my manager, and told him, Look, Itai, I don't think I don't think I can do it. I mean, it's not going to work. Uh, but eventually, it worked. I mean, eventually, I woke up one day and I was like, "Wow, okay, I can handle it. I'm actually able to run this product, and and like it's okay." And it was like definitely the the toughest thing that I did, but it's like that that's how I grew. I like I I really learned so much from it, and I'm really the most proud of that. Um, so mine is very similar. And I think uh, I said before, like w- the three of us have very a lot of similarities in, in that place. Um, so when I started Yotpo, I started in a very niche role. So I did um, partner development. So I helped bring in new partners. And very quickly after, I think four months in, I realized there's a huge potential and opportunity um, and a business need. So like a, a pain point and a business need. And I basically put up a plan and came to my managers at the time and said, hi, guys, I want to invent this role for myself, which at the time, no one were like even thinking about, you know, opening it up. It wasn't even like a, a thing in the industry, maybe like some bigger companies. And the, the fact that I got like, first of all, like to, the, to thank Yotpo about for the opportunity, they actually told me go ahead um, and for a while I, I worked like 200% like I did two jobs um, but I think like the biggest achievement is that I was able to like make it work even like pitch it have the courage to do it and and bring it to where it is now which is a, a team that is responsible of a couple of different goals for the company that supports two big departments and is in charge of all of our branding in the ecosystem. So it, it does have some impact uh, on the business. So just being able uh, to build that and to see it grow is just, uh, it's it's huge for me personally. And, um, you know, just like having that little tiny, my own little tiny startup um, within a, a great company. So it's, um, it's a lot thanks to Yotpo and, and the great people who give you the chances. And I think we talked about it before also. And, and a personal achievement for myself that, uh, you know, it's uh, it's been a big jump for my career. It's amazing. Both amazing stories for both of you. You're both being modest, classic uh, women. Uh, Noah, <laughs> <laughs> the loyalty product Noah's talking about is like, uh, like a huge part of the company, a huge part of our revenue, just like something that I remember when we first like got the product also, we were like, what do we do with this? And now it's like, 
for marketing, I love marketing it. I'm like, they some they have to tell me, like, Talia, you need to focus on other products. Like, come on, <laughs> you're you're too focused on loyalty. <laughs> I love marketing it because the the market needs it and wants it and loves it. So it's kind of, I don't know, easy. It makes my job easy that we have a good product there. Uh, and the sales team also loves it. They love it. They'll I I've heard them say that's their favorite thing to sell. Um, so and then Moran, uh, what she called her little piece of the whatever has created a department from scratch. Also like a huge part of the marketing. And you said something Mulan, like, oh, it's like has some impact on the business, has a big impact on the business. <laughs> and it really, it's, it's funny to think when you tell that story, I was thinking like, yeah, I forgot that it, it didn't always exist. You know what I mean? And you really built it like from nothing. You came with the idea and made it. And I remember, I know it was like, in the beginning, it didn't sit under marketing and it was like trying to get these marketing resources or even trying to like justify why do we need this? It wasn't easy from what I could see. So I can only imagine like what it was like for you. Um, so like amazing. I'm wondering if we want to do like failures, if someone has a good failure story. I have, I don't know if it's an embarrassing story or a failure or I feel like it was, I failed myself <laughs> with that story. So I... I don't love speaking in public, um, although it's like my job almost. Um, but I was invited by Shopify to speak at a conference in Amsterdam. It was right before COVID. I, I'm always thinking that I brought COVID to Israel because it was just like the minute before. <laughs> <laughs> but they invited me and they said like, look, it's a very short session. It's like 10 minutes speech. Um, and I chose the, the topic and I was very certain about what I'm going to talk about. I created like very quick slides and I'm that kind of person when, when I have something, when I know what I'm going to be talking about, I don't need to prep. I'm like, I go in fresh. And the reason was that in my mind, there was like, it was a conference and you had the breakout sessions, you know, like how you have smaller group, you have the main stage and I'm going to be in one of like the, the smaller five, 10 people and it's going to be like very chilled, 10-minute session. So I didn't really prep for it. And I, yeah, so you can imagine what happened. I get in 8 a.m. They're like, hey, come in for like mic check. And I walk in and it's a huge stage of like 500 people, all like Shopify developers and experts, people from like all over Europe. And I panicked. I like I really like I got into an, an anxiety attack of shit I did not prep and it was like a whole day conference I couldn't like go to like a separate room and like open my com my computer I had to like schmooze people and like mingle um <laughs> so I literally got on stage panicking uh my heart stopped and I, I'm not sure how the session went because for me it's like a <laughs> it's a black <laughs> uh thing I heard it was okay but uh I think it was my own personal failure of not, uh, you know, representing the best way possible, but it was, it was a good, good experience uh, to have. So if you've been a Yapo, if you're a Yapo employee of a certain uh, age, you might remember something called the magician video. <laughs> now, if you have started in the last five years, this video has been wiped from the internet, so you can't see it anywhere. <laughs> um, With the bunny. But basically I was given at the time, what we considered an enormous budget to make a video about Yapo. And 
we met these different video producers and I like absolutely fell in love with this one team. I just said, these guys are the ones to do it. I really bonded with them. I really like them. And they came with a concept and it was a weird concept with a magician. Um, and I was like, let's do it. It's going to be great. And it was like, let me tell you, like special effects. Like it was, this thing was doomed from the start. Um, but basically I put so much work into this video and I really felt like this is, I'm going to really prove myself with, with this thing. There was so much pressure to get it right. And I, I mean, you see where this is going, but basically we finished the video. I remember I watched it for the first time and I just was like, you know, it's that heartbreaking feeling of like, I know it's not good. Right. And then I remember Tomil watches it alone in a room <laughs> and he comes told me the CEO and he comes Talia come here for a second you think this is good <laughs> I oh, like, God. um I think it like has potential you know trying to and he's like it's not good it's not good <laughs> and then I think we tried to use it in a few places and I remember a few weeks later getting an email from Tom Talia please remove the video from everywhere we're getting complaints we're getting complaints from investors <laughs> Okay, last question. Do you have a tip for new employees starting at Yapo today? Courage. Uh, so like, don't shy out. Really, like people, we're all, everyone on this company is, is looking for fresh ideas, fresh initiatives. Come in, bring like back your ideas with some data, with some um, information. And that's the best way to just like, you know, first of all, shine and show what you're worth but also um, make an impact and grow. So yeah, I, I think it's very intimidating starting and seeing like so many people and like, you know, so don't be shy, bring ideas. They're all, they're usually the best ones um, when they're fresh coming from the outside. And my tip would be everybody can see your calendar. <laughs> so <laughs> don't put embarrassing meetings on it. Oh, that, that's a good one. <laughs> Okay, so to wrap up, we thought it would be fun to do a bit of a quick fire round. So I'm just going to throw questions at you. We're going to go rapid fire, answer really quickly, move on. <laughs> Are you guys ready? I'm nervous. Last time you screamed out loud? Two days ago. Two days ago. <laughs> <laughs> if you could be any famous person for a day, who would it be? Beyonce. Brad Pitt. Which Kardashian or Jenner are you most like? I'm on the Kim team. I guess Kim. Whatever. <laughs> coffee or tea? Coffee. Coffee. How do you take your coffee? Black. Yeah, black, a little bit of sugar. Uh, milk. No sugar. So not black. <laughs> Off-white. <laughs> next, next vacation. Madrid. It's happening soon, actually. Seychelles or Thailand. I don't know wow. when it's happening. One word your friends would use to describe you. They call me Hubi. I don't know. Like, uh, <laughs> no, it's not an answer. Guilty pleasure food. Chocolate. Pizza. Ice cream. What is your worst job interview experience? I was on the final stage meeting with a CEO and I met him in a cafe. And I get there really excited and nervous. It was like very dusty. And all of a sudden, like we're in the middle of the conversation and I'm talking about myself. My eye 
began to get like super big. I had like allergies or like I got stung by by a bee. I don't know what it was, but it got huge. And I was sitting there trying to to talk about myself and explaining what's going on on my face at the same time. What is the most random group chat you're still a part of and can't really explain why? That would have to be the mom group of my neighborhood, which is a terrible, terrible chat just like it's constantly talking about random annoying boring things and I can't explain why I'm in part of it the most common question on our group is hey do you guys know if like uh, the grocery store is still open and they keep asking it every <laughs> single day I mean you can just google it favorite ice cream flavor uh, chocolate mint cookie dough uh, cat or dog dog, dog. Um, favorite friends character Ross, Ross. yay <laughs> <laughs> what? Said no best. one ever. Oh my uh, god. Uh Noah Moran, this was amazing. I knew it was going to be amazing, so I'm not surprised, but it was really really fun. Great to get to know a little bit more about you, reminisce about some old times. Um <laughs> yeah, thank you guys so much. You're truly amazing women. Thank you Talia, you're a great host. Talia, that was yeah. so Fun, really. It was we really fun. We we talk like every other day, every other day, and and this is not was the better. same on radio. Not the right? same. We should Wait. do more podcasts. Yeah, <laughs> just record our calls. You know. Yeah. Um, exactly. Anybody you know, want to watch our Zoom? <laughs> Bye, guys. See you soon. Bye. Bye. It was good talking to you. <laughs> That's all for today. This podcast is dedicated to all of the amazing women at Yapo and beyond. It was created with help from Ruthie Berber, Krista Nazo, and Sarit Weinstein. Thanks to our guests, Moran and Noah. And thanks to my boss, Omil Kanani, who, when I asked him what his personal motto is, he said, Borekas is both singular and plural. <laughs> <laughs>